EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week, KB Cabaret features our special musical guest, the bluegrass band Jatoba. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. And now, Advice with Granny Ada, Parlor City's cherished advice columnist. Dear Granny Ada, my wife of five years and I have a disagreement we hope you can solve for us. My son from a previous marriage and his wife want their kids to move in with us for a few weeks. His wife lost her job. He's going to school and they can't make ends meet. They have two little boys and a girl all under the age of four. My wife does not want to take care of the babies. She said her job won't allow her to take time off, and she said she did not sign up to be a babysitter. I work two jobs as well, so I can't take care of the kids either. What can I do, Granny Ada? Signed, Close Encounter of the Baby Kind. Dear Close Encounter, how delightful. Your son and his wife have three kids. They want to dump on you for what exactly? Are they trying for baby number four? Can't make ends meet? Why did they have three innocent babies then? They should be the ones responsible for their own living and children. You and your wife have jobs. Your son has to buckle down and get employment. School right now is not a luxury his family can afford. Besides, he can go part-time with a school grant, of course. Provide the children with food. If they do need shelter, then there may be places at work that have daycare. Cousins, aunts, uncles could step up, too. However, make sure these environments are safe for the children. Unfortunately, you and unwilling grandma may have to help out once in a while as well. Oh, 
and make sure your son gets a checkup and study up on a procedure called a vasectomy. A little snip should do him, if you know what I mean. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada. doing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh, oh my, thank you so much. Well, Beulah, have you been considering my advice? Which part, dear? Any part. Support group, class, publishing. Yes, I have, dear. I have been considering all the wise suggestions that you have made. Good. I have signed up for a one-week mindfulness retreat. Now, that's wonderful. Yes. The local college was offering the course, and I decided why not. So tell me about it. Well, it's a trip to North Carolina. I will have a roommate, and we meditate for six hours a day and share stories. You will get a lot out of that week if you allow yourself to relax and try not to control your environment. Let your environment come to you. You sound like you've done this before. Well, I am a believer in meditation. If practiced well, mindfulness is healing. The only problem is the food. It's strictly vegetarian. What you eat is also part of the process. I know, I know, but I love my meats. Well, obviously you are thinking of something to rectify the dilemma. I have made a deal with the director. Since I am a chef, he will allow me to assist in some cooking courses on the premises. I get a 20% discount in the program as well. Wonderful. What a great idea. I've been tweaking my recipes and have come over with this one to share with your audience. Oh, my. This looks and smells wonderful. Now, usually I make this with different sausages like chicken or apple pork, but it can easily be made without the meat. I used to call it steel-cut oats risotto with mushrooms and chicken sausage. But now I'm just calling it steel-cut oats risotto with mushrooms and whatever else you want to add for fun and flavor. <laughs> Wait a moment, Mula. I hear and see the ingredients in this recipe, but can't register the fact that you have steel-cut oats in a dinner dish? <laughs> well, dear, oats are not only used for breakfast, you know. I suppose you're right. But don't they come out mushy? No, they do not. Or crunchy? No, they do not. They come out just right, if made right. A regular potty in your mouth. <laughs> Here, taste. Okay. Mm. Oh, my Beulah, this is marvelous. Mm. Flavors out of this world. Mm -hmm. And even children can eat this. Yes, I did use one quarter cup of dry white wine, but it has burned off during the simmering process. Mm. May, I, may I taste just one more? Of course, dear. Why don't you get out two plates? This way you can sit and enjoy. Okay, just a little. What is nice about this? You could add any type of nut, tofu, asparagus, or even black olives if you wish. Now, I taste onions, mushrooms... 
sun-dried tomatoes. What is this green vegetable? Kale. First, I chop some onions and simmer them till golden. Afterwards, I add the vegetables such as the mushrooms and kale for caramelizing, almost to the point of charring them. Then I quickly add the vegetable stock or chicken stock, depending if I decide to make the dish vegetarian or not. Just enough stock so they don't burn, adding more flavor. In the meantime, the steel-cut oats and risotto are nicely working together, bathing in the wine and the stock. Well. Beulah, you did it again. Oh, what did I do now? Oh, you never cease to amaze me. Well, I, I just had to come up with six more recipes before I leave. <laughs> I have no doubt you will. When I do, will you post them in my recipe bar? Of course, Beulah. And when are you leaving for the retreat? Tomorrow morning. Oh well, then you better hurry. I know, but I am sure I can come up with recipes in no time at all. Bye, Bree. I will keep you posted. Bye, Beulah. Well, folks, Beulah has left us on a high note without drinking a drop. That is a new one. I hope this is a new trend. I will post this steel-cut oat and risotto recipe on Beulah's recipe bar on our new KB Cabaret app. You can find all of our archive shows along with Beulah's recipes right on this app. Just go to Amazon app, Google Play, or iTunes. Search for KB Cabaret. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T. And download yours today. Debbie, what are you staring at? That man behind you. Don't look. He'll see we're staring at him. You are staring at him. Well, don't be so obvious. Debbie, it's pretty obvious right now. Do you think? Okay, okay. I won't look. But who is he? It's driving me crazy. So is there anything else I can get you? Or should I bring out the check? Dessert or coffee, honey? Uh, I guess coffee, but no dessert. I'll have coffee, too. Okay, two coffees. Cream and sugar with that? No, just black. Right, I'll be right back. Hey, Say, uh, can I ask you something? Sure. That man sitting behind my husband, do you know who that is? He looks so familiar to me. Oh, he's that comedian guy, Sal Reiner. I saw him on stage at the Funny Face Improv. He's a riot. He's been on the late night talk show, you know. Oh. Wow. I knew he looked familiar. Wow, what is he doing in Parlor City? He told me he had a wedding to go to in the area. I guess he has a life, huh? <laughs> I guess he does. So, I'll be right back with your coffees. Thanks. Thank you. Mmm, see? Now you know where you've seen him. Debbie. Debbie, can you stop staring at him? I'm sorry, but I can't stand it. A famous comic in Parlor City. He cracked me up when we saw him on TV. Rick, I've got to go ask him for his autograph. No, Debbie, I hate when you become starstruck. Just leave him alone. He's done eating. I'll just ask for his autograph quickly. Do you got a pen? Yeah, here. Thanks. I'll be right back. Hi. 
Excuse me, but I couldn't help but notice you over there. Aren't you Sal Reiner, the comic? Who's asking? I'm Debbie Pooms, and that's my husband Richard over there. Look, lady. He's too shy to come over here. Yeah, well, maybe he's the smart one in the family. <laughs> that's funny, Sal. I don't give autographs out, lady. Oh, well, I was hoping you could just sign this little napkin. Look, lady, get lost. <laughs> now I get it. You're playing that mean, introverted role, Sal Sneed. The one you created for the late show. <laughs> I'm paying my check. Get out of my way. Is there something wrong, sir? This witch won't shut up and sit back where she belongs. Hey, excuse me, what did you just say about my wife? Oh, for the love of Pete. Look, buddy, I'm just doing your job for you. I'm telling your woman to shut up and sit down. Hey, you apologize to my wife right now. What for? She can't help it that she's an ignorant idiot. Whoa, whoa. Sir, I know she's bothering you, but that's not nice. No, you don't understand. He's playing a role. Yeah, I'll be playing a role if you don't move your wide load out of my face, you fat pig street tramp. Hey, I'm going to punch you in the face for saying that about my wife. You and what army, trailer trash? And now, a breaking story from WKBK News. This is Sam Salinger from WKBK News. A fight broke out at the Papa's Tacos Diner today with famous funny man Sal Reiner and an unidentified male customer. Both men were arrested for menace and each have been released on a $500 bail. Renee, what can you tell us at the scene by the courthouse? Sam, a statement is being made by a blonde, unidentified woman. Oh, you don't understand. Sal Reiner was in character. <laughs> he was playing a part. He wasn't serious. He is one of the funniest comics in our lifetime. It was all an act. Shut up, you weirdo. <laughs> Sal, you cracked me up. He's a riot. And there you have it. A riot in Parlor City. Riot, get it? I just played on the word, it's a riot. You know, two meanings. Come on, don't you get it? What you have been hearing is a little bit of a song called Nashville from our new guest artist called Jatoba. They are from Brattleboro, Vermont. I am really excited to have this man on our show. They play Groovegrass. In the studio, I have Jason Skaggs and Baby Graham with me. And uh, hi, Jason. Nice talking with you. Hi, how's it, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. I'm really enjoying the song. Nashville has such a different type of rhythm. I love the instrumentation. And I, I want to hear so much about who you are and the background so far. But right now, I'm going to keep it to Nashville. Tell me about this song. It's pretty... Uh... Explanatory a bit. It's about a, it's about a woman and about town of Nashville. We work closely with the lyricist named Brother Country, and he has different kind of blog sites online. He wrote the idea, the general idea for this song. 
he kind of came up with because he's been living in Nashville for probably 10 years now and so going back and forth with this woman and it's you know ups and downs and I collaborate with him all the time so he he just sends me like just a pleasure of music of lyrics and this one really just grabbed a hold of me I could hear I could really hear the rhythm coming right out in that chorus the chorus was kind of where it started it's kind of a story, you know, but it's basically about a woman, you know, and about releasing yourself into Nashville and going there, following a woman, and everything that unravels after that, good, good and bad, I guess. You have been nominated, I've been looking at your site, at Vermont's Best Bluegrass Band three years in a row now, and I find yep. that intriguing. That's, that's fabulous. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Well, well, I'm going to have our audience listen to more of Nashville because they deserve to listen to such wonderful music. This is Groovegrass, which is a combination of bluegrass and newgrass together. Um, interesting type of four, but it's very soulful and, and really cool to listen to. Let's listen to Nashville. night by her side Then it came to be that her and me were soon to be married Together through this life Letting faith be our guide While I'm 200 miles from Memphis Nashville, Tennessee I wanted to go see Elvis Just to be in this place to be Well, I wanted to go see Elvis To live the life I love But here I am in Nashville Stuck in some other reality Now from Nashville, Mama Set me free from Tennessee Yeah, I don't need this drama Nor you disrespecting me So release me now from Nashville And set me free While I'm sitting in the soul's piece I'm blind and blind stress Straight out on the run No time left to unwind That urban scene we had thought we had seen Now seemed to be a mirage Together through this life Letting faith be our guide Release me now from Nashville, Mama Set me free from Tennessee Yeah, I don't need this drama Nor you disrespecting me So release me now from Nashville And set me free Yeah, I don't need 
this drama nor you dissecting me So release me now from Nashville and set me free Good morning, Calvin. Are you ready for your big presentation to Mrs. Henderson? Yeah, I was up all night working on the PowerPoint, but I think I finally nailed it. Oh, great. Just think, if you can sell her on this building project, we'll be rich. No, don't remind me. I'm nervous enough as it is, but I'm ready. I just have to plug the laptop into the projector and we'll be all set. Okay, this cord goes here. And the wireless mouse goes here. The connection to the Wi-Fi is on. Uh-oh, there's nothing on the screen. What's wrong? Is the projector plugged in? Of course it's plugged in. Well, is the bulb burned out? No, I can see it's on, but it's not projecting. Well, do something. Mrs. Henderson will be here in five minutes. It's already 8.55. I know what time it is. What the hell's wrong with this projector? You better call Jerome from IT. No, I can't stand that guy. He's such an arrogant jackass. Well, we don't have any choice. I'm going to text him right now. I think I have to press Control-P to project. Or maybe it's Function Key 6. Oh, damn! Now the screen on the laptop is blank. Ah! Well, here I come to save the day. What disaster can I use my superior intelligence to bail you out of today? Oh, thank you for coming. The projector doesn't work. Is it plugged in? Yes, it's plugged in, you moron. Well, is the bulb burned out? No, it's shining bright, unlike you. You know, I don't like your attitude. I think I'm just going to go back to my office to see what's happening on Snapchat. No, we need you. The presentation is in three minutes Calvin is so sorry for being nasty to you, aren't you, Calvin? I'm sorry I ever got myself involved in this. Jerome, please get this projector working now. Hmm, the router may need to be restarted and the PowerPoint server may be slightly down-leveled and perhaps there's some unusual sunspot activity today. What are you talking about? I wouldn't expect you to understand, Mr. Low-Tech Wonder. Just fix it. Mrs. Henderson will be here in one minute. I'll have to check the archives and see if there are any iOS updates I haven't installed. I'll be back in half an hour. We don't have time for that! Oh, no. Here comes Mrs. Henderson. Good morning. I have five minutes before my next meeting. Go. Uh, Good morning, Mrs. Henderson. How are you today? You're wasting my time. Four minutes and 30 seconds. Well... It seems like we have some technical difficulties. The projector isn't working. Is it plugged in? Yes, it's plugged in! And the bulb is not burned out! Mr. Ellis, is it standard operating procedure in your company to scream at your customers? We are so sorry, Mrs. Henderson. It's been a tough morning. Three minutes... Why don't you forget the presentation and just get to the bottom line? Um... Ten seconds or I walk. We need $50,000 to start on the building project. Done. Come back in a month with the details. And with a working projector. Good day. Wow. We got the money without the presentation. Who would have thought? 
I need a beer. Okay, I got it all figured out. We just have to reboot the server, reinstall the operating system, and renegotiate the Microsoft maintenance contract. Your projector should be back online in about uh, six months. Make that a pitcher of margaritas. Okay, I am back with Jason Skaggs. I love this groove grass that I'm listening to. Tell me about how you started this band. Where did you come up with the name, Jatoba? And uh, give me some background. John James and I, the other vocalist and guitar mandolin player, uh, he and I have been, we grew up in southwestern Virginia, in Roanoke, Virginia. And we've known each other for an extremely long time. And we played music together for, is it 2016 now? Um, easily 16 years. And we've been in and out of two bands around the country. And this band, we were finally like, let's just start a bluegrass band back in uh, 2008. We started as a duo. And it was just way out there sound. It was kind of song. It was based on songwriting that had a lot of effects to it. And I was beatboxing and there was multi-instrumentalists going on. Um, and then, so we cut an album then. And at the time, both him and I were doing carpentry and there was this piece of rough song lumber that was around where we were living and it had Jatoba written on it. And coincidentally, we were at the same time trying to search for a band name for what we were doing because everything was either just super cheesy or just, just way too much of a stretch and like we were trying too hard. And so we, we found out that Jatoba is a very, very old South American hardwood tree. Huh. And we started doing a little research on it and the idea is that because the tree is so old, the roots are really, really deep and that phrase there has been the main thing that has stuck with me and because John and I have played music throughout most of our adult lives together that just kind of symbolized what we were doing regardless of what band and we were ready to kind of take on this new band this new sound of bluegrass mixed with this kind of progressive percussive approach um and it i mean it just sounds cool it's, it if you say it backwards it's abitage you know? so it can, so sometimes we'll introduce ourselves as abitage when we're Really going out there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I like the instruments that you use. I mean, it's not just the typical strings. You have mandolin and banjo and <laughs> guitars. It's it's great sound. Really good sound. Yeah. Yep. And sit, we have, John also plays the sitar, which we include. That's what I heard. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, what we're going to be playing is Last Man Standing, which is the cover song of your CD that you have selling on your site, which, by the way, we have connected to our website, kbcabaret.com. We are going to be playing Last Man Standing. Tell me a little bit about this song before we play it. The concept is multi-generations living and striving and kind of breaking it down in this somewhat sci-fi realm of being the last one standing and or it could be, you know, from the perspective of being the last... um, one in your generation, down the line of your whole family, maybe being the last, you know, male in your family with your name, with your namesake, or it could be applied in so many different ways, which kind of left it open for a lot of interpretation. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe Hollywood should pick this song up. All right, let's play. <laughs> let's play Last Man Standing.
the last one standing of all who you've known And all who you've grown with have all flown home and known up gone To be the last of your generation As you watch the end of the Oh 
Welcome to the Charburger Salad and Everything You Crave restaurant. Thank you. My name is Brad, and I'll be taking your order for the food. Here are your menus. Be right back with specials. Great. This is great. I've never seen so many selections. Thanks, Jordan, for suggesting this place. I hear the food is really great. You didn't want to cook tonight, so I heard this was as close to home cooking as you're going to get. Without having to do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Stella. I'll be getting your drinks. If you want water or something else, or both? I think we'll have some wine. Right, hon? Yeah. What kind do you have? Do you have a wine list? Nah. We got red, white, pink, and fizzy. Is the red dry? Dry? No, it's wet. And the white? Now that you ask, it's yellow. Huh. Go figure. But it's still wet. You know what? What kind of sodas do you have? Um, cola and the white sweet stuff. Any diet? Are you saying I'm fat? What? You saying I need to go on a diet? No, you misunderstood. <laughs> Never mind, uh, we'll have water. Bottled or tap? Tap. Are you sure? Bottled? Yeah, if that's what you want. Two bottled waters, I'll get it for you. Wow, was she for real? Sort of reminds me of your weird cousin. The one who was caught in a lightning storm twice. So, you guys ready? Um, uh, gee, uh, you go first, Jordan. Okay. Uh, what are your specials? Well, we had a grilled haddock with hollandaise sauce and a rice pilaf, but we ran out, so you can't have that. But we still have the sirloin with blue cheese and mushrooms for $14.99. Oh, that sounds good. I'll have that. Are you sure? The meat is pretty tough. Um, well, no, I guess I don't want that then. Uh, veal francaise, that sounds good. Oh, yeah, you like your tortured bludgeon babies. Jordan. No, I'm not like that. Okay. Okay, then the lasagna. Bland and watery. One lasagna for you. And what will... No, wait. You said bland and watery? What do you suggest? Toast. Toast? For dinner? You asked. That's what I would eat. It's not burned. You know what? I'll have a tuna sub. Okay. Well, what's wrong with that? I didn't say anything. Really? Because it sure sounded like you did. Here you are. Your bottled water's fresh out of the tap. <laughs> That's funny. What? We just filled them an hour ago. But it should be okay. The sediment's probably settled by now. This is ridiculous. Why are you working here? Obviously, you don't like anything about this restaurant. I want to talk to the manager. Well, um... Yeah, well, uh, he's uh, not here right now. Yeah? Where is he? Uh, he's across the street having dinner at Chez Louis. They have really good food there. Yeah, if I could go for one of those quiche pies. With the bacon. Yeah. Let's go. What about us? Well, you can join us if you want. Jordan? Grab your coat, Margo. We're going across the street. I'm back with Jason Skaggs from Jatoba, which is a beautiful South American hardwood tree. That's what it means? That's right. Oh, which is fascinating. And backwards, even better. What is it, backward? Abitage. Abitage, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> the following song we're going to be playing is Davis and Dyer. Now, obviously, these are two people that you know that this song is That's about. That's correct. Yes. So give me a little background about Davis and Dyer. I would like to hear a lot, but we don't have that much time. Davis and Dyer are two people that 
I really only knew for about 15 minutes. There were these two hitchhikers that I picked up down in southwestern Virginia a long, long time ago, and they were obviously traveling around. Most of the, the lyrics in that song, it's not really about who they are, but more what intrigued me about the possibilities of what they are or what they represent or my idea of who they would be. I think in some, some realm there, there could be like some envy at that time where I really wanted to be on the road traveling, but there were certain situations that I just couldn't pick up and go. And I kind of referenced some of those feelings towards the end of the song. It just seemed like I could go anywhere with it, just from picking them up and then riding with me and talking to them for that those 15 or 20 minutes. They just gave me this whole storyline of wherever I could go about it. And the, the feel of the song, to me, represents the, the vibe that, and the feeling that they were kind of putting out when I was giving them a ride. So let's listen to this really cool laid-back song, Davis and Dyer. Stuck here to the ground 
Trees on my roots that I planted To vibrate with eternal sound You keep on driving around the country I'll be circuit to the ground These are my roots that I planted To vibrate with eternal sound Here to the ground These are my roots that I planted To vibrate with eternal sound Well, you keep on traveling around the country I'll be stuck here to the ground These are my roots that I planted To vibrate with eternal sound
I am pooped. Me too. How about getting something to eat? Here, I really don't feel like chopping a salad or making a sandwich. I want a cooked meal tonight. You want to go out? I love to go out, away from this boat, just for one time at least. Okay, but we don't have much choice with the dog. We only need one place to go. You're right, and that one place is across the street. Well, that's not much of a choice. It's a small town. That's the only place across the street that has an outside terrace where the dog can sit. The crazy cow? Yep, the crazy cow. We've been sitting outside the restaurant's terrace for ten minutes now. No one's even come out to our table with water or a menu. I'll go inside. They said they're open for dinner from 4 to 9. It's only 5.30. Excuse me. Huh? Is there a menu? What do you mean? For food. You are serving food, is that correct? Yeah, I guess. I'm sorry? <sighs> yeah. So, you have a menu? No. So... The food is on the blackboard by the kitchen. The food is on the blackboard. By the kitchen. Where's the kitchen? There. Where? There. I'm sorry, I don't see it. There. By Moose. What Moose? That guy. Hey, Moose. Show them the menu. Here, they can look at it themselves. Oh, thanks. This is the kitchen? Yeah. It says restrooms. There's a hallway inside these doors next to the kitchen. Oh. So what will you have? Oh, let's see. That's a hard one. You have cheeseburger with cheddar, cheeseburger with blue cheese, and a hamburger. Well, fries are extra. Okay. Uh, one cheeseburger with cheddar, one with blue cheese, and two fries. Both burgers medium. Huh? Which part? You said medium. Burgers only come in one size. Oh, right. And we'll have two Diet Colas. Minnie will get you the drinks. That's separate. The food is separate from the drinks? Yeah. This here is my restaurant. You pay me here. And that there is Minnie's bar. You pay her there. We're divorced. Gotcha. Hey, Minnie. This guy wants drinks. Burger's not bad. At least they're not cold cuts. I guess. Entertaining anyways. What do you mean? Not the brightest tools in the shed. Whoosh, here comes Minnie. Damn it! Stop letting the fish go! Damn it. Those boys catching the special of the day? <laughs> huh? Nothing. That a dog? Um, yes. What is it? A poodle. Huh? A poodle. Huh? They come that big? Well, she's a standard. No, she's not. She's big. Huh. That poodles only came small-like. Huh. Well, not really. They come in all sizes. Nope. Poodles are all supposed to be small-like. Stop letting go of the fish! Damn it. Whew, 
I see what you mean. Cold cuts and salad tomorrow. Safer that way. Jason, it's been such a pleasure having you on our show. I'm very happy to have Jatoba represented here on KB Cabaret. You can find this show um, linked into our website at kbcabaret.com. They also have a couple of albums that are ready to sell. Last Man Standing is one of them, some of the songs that we played on here today. The final selection we are going to be playing from Jatoba is called No More Pa. This is a tribute to the old-fashioned Ma and Pa type of twangy, bluegrass, country type music that was played back in the day. Sort of giving a tribute to Ma and Pa Kettle, and I, and a lot of that type of music and folk songs. Really cool stuff. And it's been a pleasure, Jason, having you on our show. And we'll lead out with No More Paw.
Well, folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up with our climbing number of over 20,000 plus listeners and growing that we are generating live on this show, our podcast, and on iTunes. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. to have you and share our parlor city come back again now to kb cabaret